0: Hi, this is Anthony Russo and my brother Joe and I have a new show premiering this fall on NBC called Community and I'll be the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On
1: Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to Episode 69 of On Screen and Beyond. This is Brian Zemrak, your host, and... We are once again going on a journey to find out what's coming your way as far as DVDs and what's coming your way as far as remakes, sequels, and upcoming movies right here on On Screen and Beyond. And also our interview segment, today's guest is producer-director Anthony Russo, who has a new show coming out on NBC this fall called Community with Joel McHale, And Chevy Chase. And he's won an Emmy for directing Arrested Development and so much more. We're going to talk about all those things. He'll talk about uh, that and his new short film called Donkey Punch coming up. Right here in a few minutes on On Screen and Beyond. So, uh, we also want to thank all of you who sent us emails about our interview with Jack Larson, who played Jimmy Olsen on The Adventures of Superman with George Reeves. Uh, a lot of people send us emails uh, telling how much they enjoyed Jack talking about the, sh- uh, the show Superman. And uh, we appreciate you taking the time to let us know that you enjoyed it. And uh, let's get right into it. Let's check out what's coming your way as far as remakes in Remake Madness, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, it looks like Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451 is headed for the big screen in 2012. It's currently in the scripting stage. And John Steinbeck's East of Eden has been tapped for a remake. It is currently in the scripting stage also. And the classic sci-fi... The Incredible Shrinking Man is in development for a 2010 release in theaters, and it's a remake of that classic film. It's, uh, this time, it's listed as a comedy, though, starring Eddie Murphy. And that's about it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming movies right here. coming movies time to take a peek at that Ron Howard is working on a film he will direct called Colossus it's about a supercomputer designed for the US government and it decides that the most effective way it can protect the country is to assume control look for a 2010 release on that one Kevin James will star in One Nation Under Bob in 2011 it's about a guy who inherits his own sovereign nation and Elliot Gould Laney Kazan Cloris Leachman Sybil Shepard, Fred Willard, and Linda Gray will all be part of the cast in The Christmas Story, which is shooting for release this year. It's being produced by Kim Waltrip, who uh, we have interviewed in uh, the past uh, for her last film, Adopt a Sailor. And you can listen to that interview on the Filmmaker's Corner of OnScreenAndBeyond.com. So check that out. And that's about it for upcoming movies next Taking you down to Sequel City. Find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. Sequel City, well, it looks like Big Mama's House 3 will come our way in 2012. It's currently listed as in the pitch stage. And Anna Ferris is rumored to be starring in Scary Movie 5, set for a 2011 release. And also rumored is Regina Hall as part of the cast. And Naked Gun, What For?, The Rhythm of Evil is listed in pre production. Alan Spencer is listed as the writer. He, of course, gave us TV's Sledgehammer back in the 80s. That's about it for sequels. Coming up next on On Screen to Be On TV on DVD. TV on DVD, look for September 15th to bring us One Step Beyond, the original 1959 classic Supernatural anthology series, and this will be season one. And November 17th, Andy Baker, P.I., the complete series, arrives in stores in a two-disc set with all six episodes plus extras. And Michael J. Fox stars in Spin City, the complete third season as it comes to DVD on November 11th. That's about it for... TV on DVD, coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, September 15th. Look for Hairspray Deluxe Music Edition with John Travolta and Zac Efron. It's a two-disc set with a, a full CD soundtrack. And November 3rd, look for Turner Classic Movies, TMC's Greatest Classic Films, Family. With Lassie Come Home, Flipper, The Incredible Mr. Limpet, and National Velvet as it arrives in stores. And TMC's Greatest Classic Films Holiday arrives on November 3rd. And the four-movie DVD concludes Christmas in Connecticut, A Christmas Carol, The Shop Around the Corner, and It Happened on Fifth Avenue. And that's about it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next from On Screen and Beyond, we have our interview with the producer-director Anthony Russo, who has a new show coming out on NBC this fall called Community with Joel Hale and Chevy Chase. He's won an Emmy for directing Arrested Development, and and uh, he was also directed Owen uh, Wilson and a whole bunch of other people. And he's going to talk about that. He's also going to talk about his new short film called Donkey Punch, and it's coming up in right now on On Screen and Beyond. My guest today on On Screen and Beyond is an Emmy-winning director of Arrested Development and executive producer of the upcoming NBC fall show Community, which features Chevy Chase and Joel McHale. He also is the executive producer of the short Donkey Punch. It's Anthony Russo. Anthony, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. Now, Anthony, um, there's so many different things you've done, so (laughs) there's a lot to talk about, but uh, um, how did you become attached to Donkey Punch?
0: Well, you know, um, the writer of the movie is named John Lavin. And John and I have actually known each other since we were 14 years old. Uh-huh. And he has collaborated uh, over the years with my brother Joe and I. And he also has been um, writing, par- writing partners with my sister Angela, uh, who he was actually writing with on The Shield when he wrote this um, short. So uh, John showed this script to myself and my wife and my wife really liked it there was a great role in it for her so um, she really took the lead in the whole thing and putting it together um uh, I guess the three of us you know sort of got together and thought about who would play the man in the piece and uh, Jake Hearns came to mind because he's a, a favorite actor of all of ours and John was actually working with him at the time so we all approached Jay and jay really liked the piece as well and so we just sort of kept Kept moving forward, collecting pieces, and uh, eventually we ended up with this movie. Hmm.
1: Now, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. Of, did you know anybody who was involved with the film, naturally, other than your wife? I have had a chance to see the, the uh, screener for it, and uh, it, it's very funny, um, but I don't want to talk too much about it because <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. Right. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, now, your wife being in the film, is is that difficult uh, having your wife work in, you know, in a picture that you're working on?
0: It can be difficult, for sure. Um, it's tough, you know, the uh, the transition to from, like, a personal relationship to a professional relationship is, is a tricky one. But, you know, my brother and I have worked as partners now for maybe a dozen years. And, um, you know, sort of, so we're sort of used to that, mm-hmm. the complications of personal relationships and professional relationships. Yeah. So... Um, I mean, I get every every relationship is different and it has its own dynamics. But I think um, I think having that long sort of process with my brother is sort of you know given me a uh, a nice base from which to sort of distinguish yeah. how you transition between the two. Yeah,
1: well, and, and working with your wife, you know, I don't know, if it was like me, I know I know that you know it'd be the only time I'd be able to tell my wife what to do. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's where it gets tricky, yeah, right? <laughs>
1: So, do you enjoy that collaboration working with you? Do work with your brother quite a bit? Do you like that co- collaboration?
0: Yeah, we have a you know we have a great collaboration. It's very sort of easy and fluid for us. So it's uh, it's something that's that feeds us. And um, yeah, it's just it's it's funny. We don't have too much you know it's, it, I don't have too much perspective on our working relationship. It's something that sort of came naturally to us, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, it's something we gravitate to without too much
1: thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you've done uh, writing and producing and directing and, and and in some very major projects too, I would add. Uh, but do you uh, prefer doing one of those over the other one? You know.
0: I mean, at my heart, I, I think of myself as a director. It's what I, I'm, I'm most motivated by. But I love filmmaking and all its facets as well. And it's sort of, it's fun to use different muscles. And, you know, a lot of my motivation for writing has been to direct. And, you know, a lot of my motivation for producing has sort of oftentimes has been to support directing efforts as well. But at the same time, I like to sort of, you know, it's fun to not have to ca- carry the whole weight of a project. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun to work in a in, in sort of like a, in a capacity that's not my normal mode, yeah. you know. It allows me to sort of you know sort of enjoy the process and bring something to the table, but without having to sort of um, feel like the impaired weight of it is on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. so um, it's a nice way to work sometimes
1: yeah now when you won the primetime Emmy for directing Arrested development, um, can you could you tell while you were making that show that you know you had something special here that was going to you know bring some some attention? Yeah,
0: I mean, you never you never can predict exactly, you know, sort of ha- how much attention or what the reaction will be. But there certainly was a sense while we were executing that that we were doing something special from the moment we read the script to sort of to through the entire casting process to sort of how we were tweaking things as we approached shooting the pilot, and then the execution of the pilot was it just all felt fantastic. We knew we knew at the time we were aware that we were doing. Um, some of the best work that we'd ever done, and also some of the most enjoyable work that we'd ever done. But at the same time, we weren't—you you can't really say what that'll end up translating to. Yeah,
1: but and Arrested Development was such a critically acclaimed show; uh, it just didn't catch on, evidently, or the networks didn't give it—I don't know how what the process was that didn't keep it on. But uh, it just seems like uh, you know sometimes they cut things sooner than they should. You know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a very tricky, uh, tricky game, and you know, television has just been changing so much over the past ten years or so. As you know, it's, you know, the, the first it was the pl- proliferation of cable and mm-hmm. over the networks, and now it's the internet. So it's just a, it's just a really shifting sands landscape. So it's, it's there's a lot of uncertainty in it. And that can be, you know, sort of very... There's a, The good thing about that is when things are changing, there's a lot of potential to do something new right. because people aren't stuck in the same old mode. And the downside of when things are changing are that there's just, you know, you don't have a lot of security or things to rely on or, or known factors to sort of build things upon. So it's a bit of a two-edged sword, but it's cer- certainly the landscape that we're in.
1: Yeah, and it seems like that, uh, you know, years ago, they used to let shows develop and... and Draw a crowd uh, you know an audience over time but now if if you know in the in the first fifteen minutes if the ratings aren't sky high they they can it seems like
0: yeah well you know it's it's so funny it's it's so basic really that dynamic you're talking about because you know if you go back to the days where you know there was three networks like right. you know it's like. I guess everybody could be sure that every viewer was eventually going to flip the channel to their station sooner or later and check out their show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. sort of maybe you just kept the show on for a while, uh, so you you know, you got enough random eyeballs eventually collecting there and, and able to appraise your show and appreciate it. But now, today, that dynamic with all the choices, it's totally different. Oh, yeah.
1: You directed the 2006 comedy You, Me, and Dupree, which featured Owen Wilson and Kate Hudson and Matt Dillon and uh, Michael Douglas, of course. Uh, How was it working with a cast like that?
0: Oh, it was fantastic. I mean, my brother and I, I mean, that's sort of, you know, that's one of the things we're most proud of. And part of the process that we most enjoy is casting. We love actors. So it's, it's you know, we approach it with a lot of energy and passion and excitement, and we really go, we always go for pe- the, the the actors that we love, and we're sort of very tenacious in getting to those actors and engaging those actors and wooing those actors to projects. And it's, it's really, you know, paid off for us, because once you get a collection of actors like that together... Right. And start to shoot something. It, it becomes a you know very special experience. Yeah.
1: Now, was it difficult? Uh, here, you are working with Michael Douglas, who's written, directed, and you know the whole were produced and everything. Uh, was it you? Did you tend to back off sometimes on on an, an actor like that?
0: <laughs> well. You know, it's like every actor is different. You know, a lot of some people like a lot of direction. Some people show up and they're not as you know, sort of they they, they don't have a definite idea about what they should be doing or want to do, and they they need some more directorial guidance. And then mm-hmm. there's other actors that sort of think so thoroughly about the material and have such a good connection to the character mm-hmm. that they sort of show up, and there's really not much to tell them at all. And our experience with Michael was the latter. I mean, he's just a like you say because he's 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 worked in so many different capacities. He understands the process of filmmaking, mm-hmm. you know, as well as anybody. Yeah. And he doesn't think only as an actor. He thinks as a director, as a producer. He understands like those points of view. So when he shows up on set, he's supremely prepared. He's, he understands the text. He knows what, the story, what the, the, the story that's being told. He understands how his character connects to the story that's being told. So, like almost every one of his choices is dead on. There's mm-hmm. very little uh, shaping you have to do with him. Yeah.
1: Now, on the reverse side, does did you ever does, does he tend to make suggestions, you know, for you uh, also? Because like I say, he's a director, so you know sometimes he may. <laughs>
0: but he's, he was always very very respectful in that in that yeah. manner he yeah. he said sort of, he would share a perspective or a point of view with us that may sort of have crossed it crossed into sort of sort of, sort of our realm of the production. But he always did it in a very respectful way in a very helpful way. And it was like so that's a, a, an incredibly gracious gesture on his part and we're very grateful that he, he could he could offer us things on that level. Yeah. It was very similar we had a very similar relationship actually with William H. Macy when we made our first movie, Welcome to Collinwood. Mm-hmm. Because Macy as well has worked it, has worked at all those has worn a lot of different hats. Oh yeah. Written and directed and produced as well. And so he, and that, that being our first real, sort of, real-deal feature, um, he gave us a lot of guidance on that movie, a lot of advice, and again, always in a very respectful manner, and, uh, and it was incredibly beneficial to us.
1: Mm, yeah. now, uh, now, one of NBC's heavily promoted new series this uh, September is, of course, Community, and uh, you're the executive producer on that, and you're directing some of the episodes, is that correct?
0: That's correct. What, um, my brother and I directed the pilot together, mm-hmm. and we're executive producing the series. And what we do um, after we direct the pilot together, what we tend to do is we uh, direct the episodes individually, and we rotate. So he'll do an episode, I'll do an episode, he'll do an episode, I'll do an episode. And it, it, uh, we've done that on several series now, and it works out very well for us. Oh, yeah
1: with that show i mean like i say it's heavily promoted and it looks like it's going to be a good show um, and uh, have they ordered a certain amount of episodes or anything
0: yeah they've ordered 12 episodes which is you know more or less half, half of a first season yeah and we're in, we're we're in the midst of we're shooting shooting the second episode right now mm-hmm. um and you know we'll find out you know after the show hits the air at the end of september that's when we'll find out um, you know whether or not we get a full season order some some point after that mm-hmm. and it's like you said earlier in our talk you know we we, we basically have about three weeks on the mm-hmm. air for them to make the decision about whether or not they're going to order the second half of the season or cancel the show
1: Yeah. well i'm excited about seeing it because you know, there's just so many reality shows out there now. It'll be nice to have a, a, you know, a comedy out there for a change.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, exactly. You have to be thankful to NBC for doing what you know, trying you know, you know, you know maintaining that Thursday night comedy block that they have from yeah. eight to ten. You know, it's sort of like it's it's been a it's been a fixture on on TV for an extremely long time now, and they've sort of they've reinvented it as time has gone by, and it's like. You know, this fall it'll be Community, um, the Office, Thirty Rock, and Parks and Recreation, and it's a, that's a pretty compelling sort of two hours of comedy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know what else I wanted to mention was, you know, when you were asking about Arrested Development earlier, and did we know when we were shooting that show that it would be sort of as well received as it was? Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it, we had a very very similar experience shooting the pilot to Community. I mean. Again, you never can say how the show will ultimately be received, but right. while we were shooting it, we we knew it was among the best and most enjoyable work we'd ever done. It's oh, yeah. something that we're extremely proud of, and we're very, very excited to show it to people.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's going to be be a funny show, and uh, you know, it's got a great cast.
0: Yeah, the, again, the cast is fantastic. We have Joel McHale and Chevy Chase and a lot of very, very talented, lesser known people. We have guys like Donald Glover from Derek Comedy, who Derek Comedy is one of the best young comedy troupes in the country. Um, we've got a very funny guy named Danny Pooty. We have Dr. Ken who people may have seen recently in um, the movie The Hangover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a, a big real. One. <laughs> yeah. It's a real uh, high, high octane cast. John Oliver from The Daily Show. A lot of funny people. And it's very much, you know, the show. The show is totally in the in the sort of vein of a John Hughes movie. Mm-hmm. It's a very balanced comedy. There's a strong emotional story being told and a grounded uh, sort of emotional story being told. While at the same time, there's there's a lot of hard funny in the show as well. It's it's very unique, I think, in terms of what's on the dial and and, and unique in terms of the NBC Thursday night lineup. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Now, does Chevy Chafe has a big part in it, or is he, it's, you know, it's hard to tell from the commercials
0: Yeah, he has a big part in it He is, um, the show is basically about a collection of people who meet at a community college And they all end up in the um, same Spanish study group and the study group, in the study group, sort of, relationships start to form, and they begin to, um, connect to one another in a way, you know, they're all sort of at the school for various reasons. The lead character, played by Joel McHale, is a lawyer who faked his undergraduate degree, and the, the state bar finds that out, and sort of mandates that he get a degree, or they're going to, uh, revoke his, his license, and he, um, so he sort of chooses the school where he thinks he's going to get the least resistance and the easy, you know, so he have the easiest time getting a degree. So that's why he's here. You know, Chevy Chase is an older guy who has sort of had a, a full career as a CEO and is now getting older and doesn't really have anything to do with himself. So he ends up in community college. And there's, there's other characters who are sort of midlife uh, moments where circumstances have changed, divorce or whatnot, and they need to sort of Get, get job skills and now they're at a community college or there's high school students who um, you know sort of maybe aspired to go to sort of a, a more um, prestigious university but didn't end up there for whatever reason and now they're at community college so it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting collection of characters from all walks of life all ages mm. and um, they all sort of form this unlikely surrogate family with one another
1: yeah it, it, and it's on a Thursday you said do you know when the start date is it,
0: on that one you know, I'm embarrassed to say I can't think of it right
1: now. I know it's the end of September. It's at the end. Okay, that's. I was just you know curious if it was beginning. You know, you never know the way the- they start. You know, some shows start before September 1st, and some start after. And it's it's not like years and years ago where after September 1st or you know Labor Day, whatever, that's when everything started. Now it's it's you
0: know. Yeah, you could you could set your watch by it. Right. Oh yeah. And now yeah now there's yeah there's it's all it's, anything goes.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, you and your brother both have several things in development, too. Is there anything you can tell us about? I know sometimes you can't, but like your project uh, Most Likely to Succeed with Will Arnett, uh, Will Arnett and Dad Can't Lose, any of those? Can you tell us about those? Or are those still in the early stages and you can't?
0: <laughs> yeah, those are sort of in the early stages. I mean, we're very committed to community right now in terms of like getting that show on its feet and making it a, making it work, and we're you know, we'll be with that show for the foreseeable future. So any other future projects are, you know, sort of, the, we're sort of, you know, of course we're developing them, mm-hmm. but they're, there's nothing that's on the docket, so to
1: speak. Okay, so they're still yeah. out there. Yeah. Now, do you ever handle, you know, more than one thing at a time? I see some, you know, some directors you see or producers, they're they're handling, like, Four or they're attached to four or five different uh, movies or TV shows and things like that, and it's like, you know, how do they do this?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we definitely do. I mean, that's one of the benefits of working as a team with Joe and I. We are able to sort of keep our eyes on more things at one time, mm-hmm. so we definitely do keep our hands in several different things at once. But, but, but making a television show is like is one of the most difficult challenges in the entertainment business. I mean, we you know we work in a variety of ca- capacities, but like what they refer to as show running the you know the responsibility for delivering a television show. Which on Community we share that responsibility mm-hmm. with uh, Dan Harmon and Neil Goldman and Garrett Garrett Donovan. Um But it's 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 an extremely difficult job. It's all consuming and it will really sort of take take you know ninety nine percent of our focus. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll uh, you know, hope that will uh become a regular show because that's uh, you know, it sounds like a good one. I think it'll be fun. Thanks. Yeah. And uh I also want to uh, wish you luck with uh, Donkey Punch because that Thank you very much. Yeah. Now any chance that might be developed more you know a lot of times you can tell that a uh, the, the a short especially a short you know has the potential for more than what it you know than being a short
0: yeah you know i mean that that's one of the fantastic things about making a short is that you know it's a it's a way for people to work with material or work with collaborators in a way that is less sort of consuming and difficult than a feature mm-hmm. you know you know the fact that you can do it for very little money and in relatively little time is a huge upside because it allows you to try things out and experiment yeah. and explore and that's certainly i mean i think when you see this movie you'll see that there's a, there's a kernel of something fascinating in there and you can imagine a much fuller life for these characters going on after this little window that you see into their lives oh yeah <laughs> um, whether or not that ends up evolving into a feature i don't know but it's 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 certainly um, it's certainly enticing, you know, and it's also um, again, like I said, it's one of the great draws of working in the short format. But that being said, that you know, the movie, you know, sort of is is complete and exists on its own at the same time. It wasn't it wasn't planned initially as something that was going to lead to something else. Right. It was thought of as its as its own entity. So we're just excited about. You know, there's not a lot of outlets for shorts. You know, there's not a lot, and certainly certainly not a lot of commercial outlets. So, you know, we just... The festival circuit is is sort of like you know is how you deliver movies like this to audiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and we look to have a lot of life, uh, long run in the festival circuit, and then you never know. There, you know, sometimes there are opportunities that open up for a wider distribution of a short. Yeah, yeah, because
1: you like I say. I, I watched it. I enjoyed it, and it was like when it ended. It was like I don't want to say too much, but <laughs> when it ended, it was like. What now? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It's a really pregnant ending for sure.
1: <laughs> well, I find that a lot with shorts because I, you know, attend a lot of film festivals and I find that a lot of them do that. They sort of just get to a point and then that's where it ends, you know. And uh, it's they're always fun. They're 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 a fun thing to watch, but there's it's always they they always leave you wanting more. <laughs>
0: yeah well it's funny because you know it's i think for all of us or you know you, you know for the average person to which i count you know i i'm sort of included in that group it's like you know the vast majority of what i watch is of feature length mm-hmm. uh you know not you know in terms of films so it's like you know i have that pattern in my brain yeah where i'm sort of expecting you know um, a story to unfold, and like something like a three x structure, you know, a more elaborate structure that is te- typically used in a short. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah. Well, Anthony, I want to thank you very much. It's it's been uh, fun talking with you about uh, all your projects and, and Donkey Punch and, and everything that you've got going on. Good luck with Community.
0: Thank you so much. I really enjoyed the conversation as well. Look forward to talking again sometime.
1: Well, we really want to thank Anthony for taking the time to talk to us about uh, so many different things. Uh, He's a very talented uh, director and producer, and we wish him luck with his new series, Community, which will be coming out in September. And also with Donkey Punch and uh, so much more. And he's got a list of things coming out that uh, he's working on. So uh, we want to wish him luck on all those things. And we want to remind you that if you have any suggestions of who you would like to hear on On Screen and Beyond, then uh, just send us an email at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com and tell us who you'd like to have us try to get on the show to talk to. You can't always say we're definitely going to get it. Uh, We will try anybody, but uh, you never know who you can get. But uh, we want to uh, tell you that we have some great guests lined up and they're going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks and months. And also, um, we're going to have our normal show on Monday. And like I said, this month we may be popping in a few that are going to be coming your way on Thursday or Friday uh, during the week. You never know uh, what we're going to do because uh, we've got a lot of them that are coming up that uh, people need to have these out so we can get the, the information out to you as quickly as possible. So we will be having a couple more shows uh, in the middle of the week or you know toward the end of each week uh, this month. And uh, like I say, check the website often because that's how you're going to find out. And also, if you check often, you might want to take a look to see who we have coming up. And uh, if we have a chance, we put it up there so you can send us an email with your question that you would like to have us ask that person. And uh, then, you know, we might use your question on the air to uh, ask that person. So... Uh, that's one thing we're doing here, just try to keep you involved. And we uh, appreciate everybody who's sending emails saying how much they enjoy the show. If you're on iTunes, uh, downloading on iTunes, if you want to just leave a note up there on iTunes, there's a place where you can go on our uh, little site on iTunes, and you can tell people what you think of the show and everything. And we'd appreciate you doing that uh, because uh, that keeps... uh, keeps keeps us high in the rankings uh, and we're in a tough ranking there (laughs) with the TV and film so it's a tough one to be in but uh, if you uh, would do that for us we'd appreciate it and that's about it for On Screen and Beyond right now until next time on Monday this is Brian saying take care